Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. So after seven and a half years of podcasting, I finally got smart a few months ago and started batching episodes. And so I'm recording this right now on June 30th, 2020, end of June. And it's the first time I've recorded a podcast episode in, I think, like five or six weeks. And so it feels both weird and amazing to be back on the microphone. And I know that, you know, for as listeners of a show, all this gets lost, right? But when you record a podcast, everyone thinks it's like, oh, it just you just get on the mic and, and record, right? There's a lot that goes into delivering a really, really good podcast. And so anyway, just wanted to share that with you. First time on the mic here in a while. And so it's kind of one of those things you got to kind of get back into the groove of things. And that's what we're doing here. And um, I just noticed earlier today that we are at 666 <laughs> reviews on Apple Podcasts. My friends, I cannot be stuck at 666 for <laughs> the number of reviews on the podcast. So if you've not yet left a rating review for the show, please go do that and get me off the 666. <laughs> number of reviews over there. I'd appreciate it. Many thanks, my friends. And thank you, as always, for listening to the show and tuning in. I super appreciate it. This is another quick tip episode here on the podcast. Uh, as with every Friday quick tip episode, this is where I share a tip or a strategy that can help you grow your online business so that you can have a bigger impact and increase your revenue. I'm all about helping you optimize your business. I'm going to be talking a lot more about 
what exactly that means here in coming episodes. I've got some pretty awesome changes coming to my business that I'm excited to uh, announce and talk more about. First, coming up next week, I'm going to break it down for you on the Wednesday episode. But today, I'm going to be talking about lead magnets and specifically how to create a high converting lead magnet. Now, the whole high converting thing, it's all relative, right? Because that gets thrown around. That's a really catchy title. And yes, that's what I use for the title of this episode here. But it's all relative, right? Because if we put something out, we're doing what we think we can do to create something that's high converting. It's all relative, right? Because we have no idea if something's gonna be high converting until we actually put it out and let our audience tell us how good, quote unquote, that offer is, right? But there's four questions that I like to ask myself when creating a lead magnet. And these are also four questions that I teach my students that when they're creating a lead magnet to ask themselves, okay? So I'm gonna go through those four questions with you here today. This is really, really helpful whether you're creating your first lead magnet or your 50th lead magnet in your business, okay? It really doesn't matter. These are the questions that I want you thinking about. I think about a lead magnet in a little bit of a different way than a lot of other people out there. There's definitely some similarities here, but I wanna go through the four questions that I ask myself when creating a lead magnet. And then also I want you asking yourself when you're thinking about a lead magnet. And then also I just wanna kind of give you some other things to think about when it comes to creating a lead magnet. Well, so lead magnet, for those of you guys who don't know that term, this is just basically a freebie. This is an opt-in. This is what you're using to grow your email list. You know, it could be, a free video, it could be a video series, it could be an email training course, it could be an, a, a mini video training course, it could be a PDF, it could be a checklist, it could be an ebook. Please don't do 40 page ebooks. No one's reading 40 page ebooks. <laughs> okay. I'm going to talk about that here in a, in a minute. Could be a webinar, it could be an evergreen webinar, it could be a free call, whatever it is, you know. It's all about what are you giving away? What's the free offer, if you will, that you're giving away to build your email list, all right? And there's a lot of, I've been seeing a lot of messaging out there right now, especially recently, that lead magnets are dead. Like, you can't be, you know, freebies aren't worth nothing anymore. You know, they're not of value. You're not growing a qualified list if you're just giving something away. I say BS to all that, right? Do lead magnets have their place in building your email list? 100%. Are there different ways to do it? Yes. Can you have an email or can you have an ad, for example? Can you see how fired up I get about this? Can you have an ad that goes directly to, you know, a small offer that's, you know, seven, eight, nine, 14, 15, whatever dollars? Yeah, you can. But the problem I see with that is that people generally start out with that. They haven't even sold anything. And they're just starting out in their business and they just hear all these amazing stories about ads, you know, and the success of having these, you know, smaller offers that have been around forever, by the way, that like, oh, I'm going to start there. No, don't start there. That's not the place to start. You know, the smaller offers are, and I should do another episode about this, but the smaller offers are more so for if you're established, you understand your target audience, you really have your offers dialed in because you're not making money off of the front end. You're making money off the back end of a small offer. And most people don't realize that. Okay. And so absolutely you should be growing your email list with free, valuable, over delivering on the quality 
and the value of your content. Okay. And so that's what we're talking about here today. All right. I'll get off my soapbox now. So four questions to ask yourself when creating your lead magnet. Number one, does it solve a problem that my target audience has? And I know this sounds, you know, this sounds like, well, duh, Rick, of course, but I see so many lead magnets out there that you've got to understand your target audience first and foremost, right? We're talking fundamental marketing stuff here that we always talk about here on the show. You've got to understand your target audience, hopefully that you've niched down or niched down and that you understand your target audience fully, what challenges that they have, who they are, what problems do they are they facing on a daily basis, all that sort of stuff, okay? And your lead magnet should solve one of the problems that your target audience has. And if you're not really sure where to start, or maybe you've been doing lots of lead magnets and you're trying to change things up, what's the biggest problem that your target audience has that you can solve via a lead magnet? Okay, something for them to opt in for. All right, so number one, does it solve a problem that my target audience has? So be thinking about that. Number two, does it give a quick win? And I'm putting quick win in quotes to my target audience or for my target audience. Does it give them a quick win? And I look at a quick win as something that they can consume within about 20 minutes and implement right away and see see a win, see progress. They get to implement and consume what they just downloaded from you, put it into action and be like, oh yeah, that's really cool. I, I see a win. For, like I, It's working for me right now. Or that was really helpful after implementing that. So does it give it a quick win? Does it give the person a quick win, I should say? And again, when you answer number two, solving a problem, that quick win should help solve a problem that your target audience has. And how you do that, it doesn't necessarily matter, although it's super helpful for, again, for you to fully understand your target audience because maybe your target audience is just not going to read a PDF or maybe they're just not going to listen to an audio file or what have you, right? This is where knowing your target audience is going to be really helpful in how do they like to consume content. Some people like to consume video content. Some people like to read it. Some people like to listen to it. Maybe your lead magnet has all three of the exact same content, but maybe it's in three different formats. I don't know, right? But the idea here is that to give them a quick win so that they can be like, man, this person really gets me. And it's positioning yourself as the go-to, as an expert in that whatever niche that you're in. Okay, so give them a quick win. This is where it's like, what do you do when you download you know, a 40-page ebook, right? You're like, get all excited, like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wanna download that. What happens? It's 40 pages long. It goes into your downloads folder on your computer and you never open it up, right? The whole idea of a a lead magnet is for them to consume, get a quick win and go on to the next step in your sales funnel. If they're not consuming your lead magnet, it's not achieving anything that you want them to do. Are they gonna continue to get emails from you? Yeah, but they haven't even consumed the lead magnet that they wanted to get from you, okay? So give them a quick win, something they can consume really quickly. Number three, does it get them excited and ready for your next offer? And I mean that from the perspective of usually it's your paid offer, okay? So look at a lead magnet is what is something that my audience needs to 
maybe do first or understand first or be able to accomplish first in order for them to be ready for your paid offer, for your program, for your course, for your coaching or what have you. Well, the lead magnet, the role of the lead magnet there, again, going through solving a problem, giving them a quick win, well, it can get them ready and get them accomplished. It like it bridges the gap between where they're at right now and gets them ready for your paid offer. And so the lead magnet, as you can see here, is accomplishing a lot of different things. So yes, 100%, it's growing your email list, but you're also building you know, the KLT factor, the know, like, and trust, that you build that relationship with them. You're positioning yourself as an expert. You're getting them ready for your paid offer, right? And then the lead magnet, once they opt in for that, once you give them a quick win, you're getting them ready for your next offer because now they've taken action on the lead magnet and now they're more ready for your paid offer. Well, once they opt in, the emails after your lead magnet can start to overcome objections that they might have towards your paid offer, which is the next offer that's coming up. Even if that next offer that's coming up is like three months down the road. So as you can see here, the lead magnet is, is doing a lot of different things. It's not some just thing that you just throw out there, although you can do that. But if you, if you use lead magnets strategically, they can be huge, huge wins for you as you grow your email list with qualified people, okay? And then number four, the fourth question I like to ask myself when creating a lead magnet is, am I over-delivering on the quality? All right, you may have heard this before, but you want somebody consuming your lead magnet and for them to think, holy cow, this was free? I can't imagine what their paid stuff is like. How cool is that if they're consuming your lead magnet and they're like, holy cow, like this is really cool. The, whether it's a quality of the lead magnet, meaning like the design or what it looks like, the content, all that stuff. Like again, the important thing is the win that you're giving them. The important thing is the promise that you're delivering on for them, the benefit for them. So again, it goes back to the positioning and all that stuff like we were just talking about. So over delivery on the quality of the lead magnet. Okay, so those are the four questions and I wanna just share a few more things, other things to think about when it comes to a lead magnet, but I wanna recap the four questions for you real quick. Number one, does it solve a problem that my target audience has? Number two, does it give them a quick win? Number three, does it get them excited and does it get them ready? Does it bridge the gap for where they are right now and where they will need to be in order to make a good decision, informed, empowered decision when you offer them your next offer? Okay. And then number four, do you over deliver on the quality of the lead magnet? So here are some other things, five other things to think about when it comes to creating, hopefully, a high converting lead magnet. Okay. The lead magnet is going to differ depending on who the audience is and the specific challenge that they have. Here's what I mean by that. If you have different audiences within your overall business, within your niche, within your overall audiences, well, they're going to have different challenges to overcome. So for example, as I'm going to be talking about here in upcoming episodes, I'm going to have two offers in my business, my foundations offer and my accelerator offer. I'm building out my foundations offer. Foundations as it has it has been has just been my Facebook and Instagram ads program. I am building that out because what I'm seeing over the years now and especially over the past year or so is that people need more than just ads. I've been talking about that for a long time here on the show. 
And so what I'm doing now in the business and who I'm serving is the online expert, right? You're an online course creator. Maybe you've got a membership program, that sort of thing. And I'm helping you optimize your business to a certain revenue level. So Foundations is going to serve people who are trying to get to that 5K a month range in your business. Okay, you've already got an offer. You're not getting traction, that sort of thing. Versus Accelerator, you're optimizing your business for seven figures, right? You're doing more than 5K a month and you want to optimize your business towards seven figures. Well, the reason I'm sharing this is because the lead magnet that I would use to speak to those two different people are very different things because they're at different points in their business. So for example, the accelerator person might be like, holy cow, I'm overwhelmed. I need to start building my team. So I need to, I need help with that. I need to scale my business, but yet not work more. Okay, cool. Well, that's a very different problem than the person who is struggling to, you know, get above maybe a thousand dollars a month, but yet it's because they haven't dialed in their offer or their audience or messaging or their ads or what have you. So those are two different things. So remember, if you have different audiences and they have different challenges, that's going to be different lead magnets. Okay. All right. Number two, the other thing to think about, the idea is to test as quickly as possible to find what lead magnet or lead magnets convert the best. Okay. This is all about throwing spaghetti at the wall. I just, I don't understand the mind. And this comes up a lot with some of my students, the, the mindset of, I got to get a lead magnet, but then they freeze because they want it to be perfect or they're not sure what to do. And this is not about perfect. This is about answering the four questions I just took you through and getting something out there as quickly as you can to see what works, to see what people are resonating with. And remember, and and I don't want to dive into it too much on this episode here, but we have to remember that just because it's a low lead cost doesn't mean it's a quality lead, right? Right. And so that's why that's part of giving a really quality lead magnet, giving them a quick win, all that stuff. That's what it's all about. But it's also about getting something out there as quickly as you can, testing to see what works, what doesn't work. If it's working, do more of that, double down on it. If it's not working, find out what's not working. And again, this is all about optimizing, right? So as test as quickly as possible. Just get it out there. Don't overthink it, which is number three. Do not overthink the lean magnet, all right? If the thought of creating something new is paralyzing you, what happens when we feel paralyzed? We don't do anything. Well, don't overthink it. Repurpose existing content. If you do podcasts, if you do videos, if you do whatever, blog posts, what have you, don't be afraid to repurpose existing content, but you got to make sure that it checks the four boxes like we talked about but don't overthink it, right? Because again, when we start overthinking it, what do we do? We do nothing. And the idea is to get this out there and start helping people. Number four, you can pull your audience. If you have an audience right now, pull them. I like to use the question, like if I could wave a magic wand and solve one problem for you right now, what would it be? Boom, that's like their biggest challenge right now. Look at the answers from people, create a lead magnet and start solving problems for people in your audience. And then finally, the fifth thing to think about is super clear messaging on what the lead magnet is and how it's going to benefit them. So what is the benefit? Super clear messaging on what it is and how it's going to help them. Okay. So those are the five things to think about 
in addition to the four questions to ask yourself when creating your lead magnet. So let me just repeat real quick these other things, the five things. Number one, lead magnet is going to differ depending on who the audience is and the specific challenge that they have. If you have multiple people within your audience with different challenges, those are different lead magnets. Number two, the idea is to test as quickly as possible to find out what lead magnet or lead magnets convert the best. Number three, don't overthink it. Get things out there. Get building your list as quickly as you can. If it doesn't work, find out why it's not working, optimize it, and get it back out there. And don't be afraid to repurpose existing content. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Okay. Number four, you can pull your audience if you already have one to find out what their biggest challenges are. And then number five, super clear messaging on what the lead magnet is and how it's going to benefit them. Okay. So that, my friends, is how I look at creating a lead magnet. That's what I teach my students in creating lead magnets. Again, whether this is their, if this is your first lead magnet or your 50th lead magnet, these things are going to help your lead magnets have higher conversions. Okay, it's because it's all about attracting quality leads and getting people ready for your paid offers. That's what this is all about. Okay. Hey, if you're a course creator, you're an online coach, you've got a membership, and you are ready to optimize your business towards seven figures, but you're not really sure what you should be doing to get there, then I want to invite you to apply for my newly upleveled accelerator coaching program. All right. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling confused about the next steps to take in your business, if you're stuck in a pattern of unreliable and inconsistent monthly revenue, I'm going to be straight with you right now. What you think is keeping you from growing your business is not actually the problem. These are called blind spots, my friends. We all have, we all have them. Simply fixing your systems or split testing a new landing page or organizing your calendar or hiring more support is not going to solve things. Okay. Making the transition from stuck online entrepreneur to what I call the optimized CEO means you've got to do three things. Number one, optimize your mindset. Number two, optimize how and where you spend your time. And then number three, optimize how you look at generating revenue in your business. Accelerator is about thinking differently and bigger about your business, your team, your funnels, your ads, your vision, et cetera, so that you can create more freedom in your life beyond a path to seven figures and have a bigger impact through your business. Okay. So if you want your business to look different than it does right now, if you want it to feel different and you want your life to look different as a result, it's time to start thinking and acting like an optimized CEO. So if you'd like help in optimizing your business towards seven figures, okay, then I would like to help you as would my team of coaches in my accelerator program. All right. It's application only. And I'd love for you to learn more and apply over at rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Go over there. You can learn more about the program. You can apply right there. And if we think you're a good fit from your application, we'll schedule a strategy call and we'll take it from there. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to the episode here today. We went a little bit long because I got all excited. <laughs> Lead magnet, soapbox. I'll jump off the soapbox right now. I'll see you right back here for the next episode here in the Art of Online Business Podcast.
Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below you'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free